SBO Perspectives, the pulse of school business. In the official podcast of ASBO International. That's right. And I am Dr. Jack R. Mitchell, here along with the esteemed John Bricado. That's right. The esteemed John Bricado. <laughs> Never gets old. I love it. This is, uh, who else could think of this, right? We get the best intro. Um, <laughs> But just with that, we wanted to say uh, we're moving along. You know, this is our second week or third week now. I'm not sure. I'm trying to keep track because things go Time so flies, fast. Man. Being as one national official podcast, so it's been great. And you know, with that, we are interviewing different folks. And having said that, we have a very passionate individual um, from Canada um, as one national. Um, he's going to speak to. And what we're doing too also is um, as we speak to these different individuals, we're going to be theme centered. Um, he's going to be talking more on the lines of leadership. And so, um, John, why don't you get into who we have on? Yeah, passionate is uh, is an understatement with our next guest. Uh, Aubrey Kirkpatrick, Director of Finance and Administration at the Anglophone East School District, joins us today really to speak to how he's come up to be a school business official, his involvement in ASBO International, and really just how much he loves the work that all of us do. And I think what really stood out to me is he really focuses on the why and keeps that centered in all of his decision-making and his administrative uh, team's decision-making. So we're excited to bring you Aubrey today, and here's our interview with Aubrey Today on the podcast, we have Aubrey Kirkpatrick. He's the Director of Finance and Administration at the Anglophone East School District in New Brunswick, Canada. Aubrey, welcome to the podcast. We're happy to have you. Hey, thanks, guys. Pleasure to be here. Aubrey, it's great uh, just to have a conversation with another fellow Aswan International. Um, It's so good that you've, um, you know, opted to come on with us and, and really talk and tell your story. Um, and, you know, I have to say, before we really get into it, I wanted to just note that, um, you know, you're very uh, active on social media. And I, I really, that's something I really like. And um, we do, obviously, uh, like your likes for us. Uh, we appreciate that. Um, but that's I always that's appreciate so awesome. the support, right? Yeah, that, that you're, you're out there. You're a big proponent of, you know, education. And I just like, wow. And I, I noticed you have the... Um, the lamp, like like the genie lamp, which is so cool. <laughs> I love that as your picture. So I just had to put that out there before we get started because there's certain things I always like to talk about we have on different guests. So um, with that, I guess we always kind of open it up um, now with our new format, um, working with Aswan National, just to get a sense of who's on. So if you can, uh, you don't mind, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, about your background, you know, your experience, and maybe you know how you arrived at your current position. Yeah, for sure. Again, thanks, guys. Really appreciate the opportunity to uh, to chat with you today. Um, Aubrey Kirkpatrick, Director of Finance and Admin, as you said, uh, with Anglophone East School District, which is a district of about eighteen thousand students and thirty nine schools, and we're wow. on, on the uh, in Moncton, New Brunswick, centered uh, southeast New Brunswick, and we we share the border with Maine. For all of the, your listeners that uh, uh, where wonder where New Brunswick is as a province. Just over the border. Yeah, yeah. we're right there, and um, we're, we're we've got the beautiful, beautiful beaches and East Coast scenery, and we'd love to have you come and visit anytime. Um, so nice. I am uh, a dad of two. I uh, uh, joined up with uh, this district 24 years ago. It's hard to believe. Wow. Um, been in this role wow. 14 years. I love my job, and I am passionate. Uh, supremely passionate about the why of what we do and what we do is serve children and there's there's no higher calling uh, in my opinion uh, of 
trying to make sure that our youth and our young people have the best that they can 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 get and are given the opportunities to succeed in the future. And really, that's what uh, being a school business official to me is all about, um, is, is just making room for our educators, our school leaders to have the most educational time uh, to kids so that we can, you know, uh, look after the business and for them. So they can spend more time in the classrooms and we can look after, you know, that uh, delivery. Mm-hmm. The, the foundation of, of school business. Sure. Thanks. And, you know, I'm always curious, did you grow up thinking that you would be a school business official or is this something that you kind of just fell into? Oh man, I've always wanted to be a school business official. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> but I'm fine. Um, <laughs> it, it, uh, I, I started my career in, uh, in human resources and uh, was a, uh, a counselor, an employment counselor for a long time with uh, immigrants and newcomers to our to our country, and uh, and then I was working with social development. So um, this uh, opportunity came up. I had no idea what I was putting my name in for, and uh, I should have ran the other way. When I walked in the door, I was successful at the HR uh, director's position, and they 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 literally came out of their offices and gave me hugs and stuff. And it's like we finally have somebody here, right? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so uh, that should have been the red flag, right? <laughs> it was a red flag, but I it passed right over me. And uh, you know, I'm super happy that I that I got involved. But I was happy to to leave human resources and move into uh, the finance and uh, admin, the business side of the operations too. Good, good. Yeah. You know, typically we don't see many uh, boys and girls growing up uh, hoping to be school business officials. So sounds like you're you're with the masses there. One day we're going to change that though, right? Yeah, that's the mission. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. So, so being up in, in New Brunswick in Canada, um, especially for us, it's that's certainly international. Can you speak to the international aspect of being a part of, of ESBO International? And, you know, just in your experience being so close to the United States, what do you see as kind of some of the major differences between, you know, how school operations and school business function with you in Canada versus the States? And also what's the best poutine and maple servers? <laughs> <laughs> we, we don't have enough time for that question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I would say, um, Having been involved with ASBO International now for uh, close to 20 years, um, or maybe a little over 20 years, that um, we are more the same than different. However, there are some some significant differences. Um, One of the interesting things I always found was um, the uh, average size of the school districts in the United States, uh, somewhere between three and 5,000 kids. You know, it's the couple elementary, middle, and high school. Correct. Situation. Yeah. And um, in uh, in Canada, the districts tend to run, you know, the fifteen to thirty thousand, and then we've got, of course, the the very big ones in Toronto yeah. and Vancouver and so forth. But but mm-hmm. the average uh, district size is is uh, probably about three or four times the size of the average. Mm. So interesting. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of kind of neat. Um, and so do you see any advantage or disadvantage just kind of having larger districts on average compared to maybe like that three to 5,000 uh, student enrollment range in the States? I think the, uh, the advantage is um, we can gain efficiencies through, you know, uh, serving um, that many uh, schools within a district mm-hmm. um, with the business department using, using the folks that we have 
Um, I believe that we can cut down a little bit on on duplication and and that sort of thing. I think that we have um, the the downside. Obviously, is that um, the, the larger you are, the the less of that um, personalized service or face to face happens. Sure. Um, I, I, I like the district approach, although we are actually looking at uh, the possibility of, of, of exploring a school business manager in a school like they do in the UK and in Australia mm. and, and New Zealand, where, you, you know, in the larger schools, you would actually have a business manager right at the school level. Sure. Interesting. I, and I call it like uh, my vision would be like the vice principal of business. Right. So you're part of that admin team. So it's a leveled up position where you look after all your finance and all your all the transportation and all of all of that business thing uh, that we do. And then the principal is the educational leader and focuses in on on delivering quality education. Oh, wow. That, that's fascinating. I didn't realize that was a widely adopted model uh, internationally. Yeah, it, it is. And it seems to work. And, and uh, I, I think in, I piloted it uh, probably about 10 years ago and mm-hmm. I got mixed results. And the biggest thing that I learned out of that pilot was that if the principal is not on board, it ain't going to work. Right. And our sure. principals <laughs> tend to be type A personalities. Right. They want to control yeah. everything. They want to know That's everything. True. Right. And so. um and that's why the level of position is important, right? Because if it's viewed as a um, an admin assistant type position, it's not going to mm. work. But if it's right, that right. level position uh, where they know I can trust that person with all of that, I can mm-hmm. focus on education. I think there's a great potential to have uh, student success and student achievement increase. I can see that. Yeah, that's 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 interesting. You brought that. Wow, something to think of, ponder on now. Now you're also on the board of Aswan International. Um, could you tell us what it's like to maybe serve in that capacity? Yeah, it's uh, it's been a fantastic ride. I mean, I gotta say, uh, when I I first joined the board as a guest, as an international guest, so for three years I sat at the board table and provided an international perspective, uh, and I I was joined with by Karen Starr from Australia, uh, and then David. Uh, uh, David from South Africa was elected and then I got elected. And so the guests portion moved away because they had on the board now two international nationals. So it. I'm in my, I'm wrapping up my second year on the board as a board member and I have one more year to go. When I first joined though, I was a bit nervous because in the room were all these amazing people, right? They were <laughs> uh, the highest level achievers, the type A, you know, and, and I don't see myself as that. I'm you know, an HR guy and, you know, kind of, as I said to somebody, I was kind of posing as a, as a finance person. Um, <laughs> but um, anyway, um, it's been such a fantastic experience knowing that the, the level of people that are, uh, donating their time and efforts and energy to school business management care so deeply about the members and the children that we all serve. And that's always the focus of our conversations when we meet as a board and when we have our monthly calls, right? Is And, and so, you know, I just would say that if anybody is considering the opportunity uh, th- uh, to put their name in for an election, I would highly recommend it because I have learned so much uh, from participating, but it's also centered me as well as to what we can do both from an international perspective, but also my provincial perspective, you know, here in my province and with our own ASBO here. 
Very nice. Oh, well, yeah. Well, thank you for that insight. And I guess kind of along those similar lines, um, we're really interested in just kind of leadership and kind of your model of leadership. And what are some of the key proponents that you incorporate kind of into your daily work ethic and leadership skills to kind of model that for your employees and just for your administrative team? Yeah, it's a great question. And um, it's something I think about a lot, to be honest. And um, best describe my leadership style as um, As uh, I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you this way. When I first got the job and I met my team, I said to them, you people in this room are the experts at what you do. My transportation team, my finance team, and my facilities and food service and so forth. I said, you guys know your job. My job is to get out of your way and make sure that you have all the tools and resources and abilities to do your job and to be the liaison between the ministry and uh, the city and the superintendent's office, et cetera, et cetera. So really allowing people to shine and do what they do best and support it. And um, really uh, uh, it's been very successful if I can blow my own horn in a little bit would to say that all of the people that I started with uh, 14 or 15 years ago have are still with me and they're still enjoying coming to work. And uh, so that's, that's a good sign. And uh, I just, yeah. you know, I, I just think that, um, you know, we have such amazing people. Um, and, you know, when we get together as a team, uh, we always talk first about the why, why do we do what we do? Because mm -hmm. it centers us, right? And it centers the fact that, yeah, there's lots of hard days and there's a lot of things that come at us and so forth, but we're doing it for children. And again, right. when you start with kids first, everything else kind of um, falls, falls in place. Yep. yep. Yeah, I think keeping the why centered is vital, but it oftentimes proves to be difficult. I, I think, you know, being a part of many different leadership teams we get lost in kind of the day-to-day -day grind and really lose mm -hmm. our, our path and our focus. So that's so encouraging to hear that you as a leader really keep that why as kind of the center point and that, that true North. And, and Dave, uh, um, and what do you think, I guess, makes a leader the most effective in their role? Um, and how, how does that really translate into that leadership? Yeah. Uh, for me, I think what's important is that, we value uh, people above all else, right? And we, uh, above ourselves uh, as leaders, that we are uh, here to serve. And if we keep that in, in, in the forefront, that we are here to serve others um, and that my title doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, my success doesn't matter. What I know to be true is if my team is successful, I'm successful and my superintendent's success, successful. Yeah, absolutely. That's my job, right? And so mm -hmm. really uh, ego aside and really just um, lifting people up, um, having those daily conversations, you know, the, the, the open door uh, and just being there for people and, and, and regularly checking, right? Uh, I think that the pandemic taught us anything is that um, – even though we weren't in the same office, we were together and we were checking in on a regular basis, daily basis, and yes. just seeing how we're, how we're all making out. Right. And that's, that's, that's the way we got to go. Certainly. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you've uh, certainly done a marvelous job with that. And 
that being said, we we like to offer all of our guests guests, excuse me, an opportunity to really bestow a piece of advice onto our listenership. So whether it's a new business official just starting out in their career or somebody who's really been in the position for a while, what kind of advice could you offer to somebody listening right now? I think the thing that I would say right off the top of my head is get involved with your local uh, association of school business officials, right? Get involved with your state or provincial Mm -hmm. ASBO. Um, And from there, learn about, um, uh, about your craft and about your trade from people who have already been there and done that. And you can just, because it's such a supportive community that um, everybody wants to share. It's very different from other places, right? I don't, you guys have seen this, right? People want to share what they're doing and and the good things that are working. They'll also tell you some horror stories, right? But that's okay. Uh, Because, you know, we'll all run into them. But at the end of the day, it's that, um, so uh, getting to know or getting to be a part of it, an organization, an association that can help you on your daily uh, 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 business. Um, and I think then uh, the other thing I would say is uh, encourage your district to take out a district membership within ASPO International. Because what I found that has done, uh, instead of me and a couple of others in my district, um, I've got my whole team now. So I've got 15 people. Um, who are now members within the district that have mm. access to the global network and to, to the magazine and to the daily, daily news, right? And yeah. then also um, I signed up and I got this approved, but I signed up with uh, a number of people that I deal with on a regular basis at the Department of Education. So the people that, uh, you know, in finance and transportation so far at a provincial level are now um, part of ASBO International, understanding more about what we do. In fact, I had our director of pupil transportation and um, and facilities come to the last uh, conference there in Portland with me. Mm, um, nice. And he would never have had that uh, experience or access had he not been part of that. So bringing people along uh, for the ride, right? Yeah. That, and that's such an interesting and creative idea to get those that we work with on a regular basis kind of involved and familiar with the day-to-day work that, you know, I wonder if that's something Jack, we could uh, maybe do here in New York. That's, that's really fascinating. Yeah. We probably could. Yeah. yeah. But Aubrey, thank you for taking time out of your day-to-day to, to join us and to kind of speak to your expertise and leadership and your, you know, very well-rounded career as a school business official. We truly appreciate uh, your advice and just really your time. Thank you for the opportunity. And guys, anytime, you know, as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this uh, yes. business and about uh, about ASBO and about our kids that we serve and uh, just love having this conversation. So dial me up anytime, fellas. Thank you for yeah, what you're doing, you by the way. This is a fantastic idea and I'm really enjoying the, the podcast. Let's keep Thanks. up. With well, you're, you're on speed dial, so well, we'll call you yes. soon. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you again for tuning in to SBO Perspectives. We hope you enjoyed our conversation with Aubrey today. I know I certainly did. Uh, Very inspiring, especially when you speak to somebody who's so passionate about the profession because, Jack, you and I love what we do. We do this podcast. We like to share the message. But having somebody like Aubrey on really kind of recenters us and, and, you know, reinvigorates us. Yeah, Yeah, we felt the energy. And we, we know our listeners will, too. I mean, we're able to see the face, right, through the video. But this recording, we know, is definitely going to be something that folks will will understand and and relate to so uh we thank you all for listening and uh john i mean we're just moving on i just 
it just keeps growing, right? I mean, think about yeah. it. Privacy runs with, and, and you know what I like about Two Dimension before we do wrap up is the fact that how um, they have fewer districts, but their districts are bigger, mm-hmm. and how they work a little differently out there compared to our, our average, which, you know, these are more conversations that come up down the line, but this is interesting stuff, so. so hey, it's an SBO perspective, you know? That's right, so um, on that note, we will Yeah, we'll see you next week, everyone. See you next week, yeah.